0: A child who's in me still, and sometimes not too still. I'm Bill Eisler. I am a member of the board of the Jewish Community Center, which is how I got to meet Robert and know about the work he does at the Center. I'm a lifelong Pittsburgher, born and raised, and uh, still live here and love it. I love the work of the center. I think that the JCC is one of the real important assets, uh, not just of Squirrel Hill, but of the entire region, for all the work they do for people of all ages, and especially with the work that they've done in recent years as a result of the massacre at the synagogue. I think it is very, very important work and work that uh, I admire, really appreciate the, the people who are doing the
1: work. Thank you, Bill. You know, growing up, my, my uncle used to always remind me that being a human being is not easy because one has to make many choices. Plus, every day, one has to make many decisions, and those decisions determine how your day is going to be. So how do you usually handle yourself in times of crisis?
0: You know, Robert, it's really been interesting to get to know you, and not that we've we'll spent a tremendous amount of time together, but knowing... Um What you have gone through in your life, Uh, as I have said to you, I have not had to deal with the crisis and and the issues that you have had to deal with. And oftentimes I I think I don't even realize that maybe I've had crises. I've been fortunate, very, very fortunate as a human being. I've been uh, able to have friends who have been very, very supportive of me, people that I can talk with. people who can, again, guide me, people who can keep me focused. Uh, I've been married for 47 years, and uh, to somebody who knows me well and can keep me focused and and, uh, keep me, as they say, on a straight and narrow. So I think that when I come to a crisis, when it is is something that um, I really have to give a great deal of thought to, I think of the people that are close to me, who have been close to me. and may not even be here anymore. They may, and you know, may have died. But uh, obviously, their influence has guided me. And I think that it is the relationships in our lives that help us in any time we have, we are having difficulty. It could be anything from a flat tire to catastrophic illness to, um, you know, death of a friend. I mean, it is those relationships that we have formed and those friends and people that we have uh, who really do help us through the crisis in a rough time. So I think with with anything that I go through, I really
1: rely on my friends and family to get me through it. Uh, is there anybody in particular that comes into your mind whenever you get into problems that uh, oh, I should call such and such person?
0: Yeah, there are. I. I there are, there are a handful of people that I would call immediately. Obviously, my wife is one. Um, uh, and I, you know, I say that with a smile uh, because she usually is, is the first person uh, that I would reach out to uh, to try to get help from or help with. But I've also worked with some amazing people in my life. I've been very, very fortunate in my work uh, to see people who focus uh have focused hard on crises. You know, one that I remember vividly is I was in Harrisburg when Three Mile Island happened, which a lot of people wouldn't even remember, but it was the first big nuclear reaction, nuclear reactor potential disaster in the country. And Dick Thornburg was governor, and to watch his leadership, to watch his skills, to watch the people around him, his close associates in government. Uh, to really steer the state through what could have been a very, very bad situation. Uh, It really, you see things like that. And um, I was fortunate to be there and fortunate to watch leadership work uh, during a crisis. I also had the opportunity to work with Fred Rogers for years. And not that we were going through a crisis, but the way he handled situations... Uh, and his work really stressed the importance of relationships that I talked about before, the importance of people in your lives, Mm -hmm. that it is the people who
1: make a difference
0: uh, to you on a daily basis.
1: Well, that's interesting since you brought about uh, Fred Rogers because whenever I watch any of his shows, it just brings out my inner childhood.
0: You know, that, that is one of the most important statements you can make because Fred used to Say that he wanted to write a song, the child who's in me still, and sometimes not too still. And I think that one, of what we learn about childhood mm-hmm. is that balance. Yeah. And I think that that's something that carries us through our entire life. I always say to people, I hope you keep your childlike qualities and not your childish qualities. And I think that's how we grow. And I think that um, you know to see you now with a smile on your face. It makes a major difference. It made a major difference to us as a child. It makes a major difference to us as an adult. Those childlike qualities of wonder and curiosity and imagination, they're as important today as they were whenever we were two, three, or four. So I think that that childhood, I'm glad you brought Mm -hmm. it up because I think our childhood really does set a tone. I mean, I really believe
1: that in all my work with children. Sets a tone for our entire life. You know, you have done a lot of work within the community, and sometimes when people work within the community, you see a lot, and seeing a lot in your community involves a lot of courage, love, and hope. But even though sometimes you you don't go through all the difficulties that other people are going, and you're helping them cope with it. Uh, when I use the word resilience. What is the first thing that comes into your mind?
0: I think the self-strength that continues, that you believe in yourself, that you can get through it and move on. Now, I want to go back to what I said about people because Mm -hmm. the relationships certainly are important at this time, that you can turn to people for advice or assistance or encouragement. But if you don't have that inner strength, if you don't feel, as a person, that you can move on to the next step. You're not going to be able to do it without, with, with those people. It, it, it's a combination of the two. That resiliency is something that we have within us. And again, with young children, it, it is failure can be a good thing because it can help us to get to the next step. And I think that, again, I want to go back to, to early childhood. In, in, in the JCC in the early childhood program. You see children trying lots of things. Sometimes they're successful and sometimes they're not. But those adults that are with them are helping them come to the next step to believe that they can do it. So it's a combination of your inner strength and your belief in yourself and the support of all those people around you. I think that I see resiliency more
1: as, as running on parallel tracks. And both of them, I think, are important. When we tell stories, it helps us create space and in those spaces we save our feelings and share our ideas sometimes those spaces that we create with our own stories are dark but that darkness is not what help us build our resiliency because sometimes darkness reveals something in us and based on your experience is there any story that came up on tv while you are working with mr rogers that really makes you think that the way the story was brought out brought you back to your childhood and you begin things like, wow, I wish somebody would have told me this story when I was still a child. Yeah,
0: I'll tell you one that that sits with me uh, and I think about it a lot. We had a consultant that we worked with who was... uh, really helped us when it came to children's literature. I mean, she was an incredible researcher and teacher and her, her area was children's literature. And as a child, she had polio. So she early on was double crushed and she had braces. And then later in life had an Amiga. And we were in a session one day where we were talking literally about this subject. How do we help children build inner strength? How do we help children to move on? How do we help children to deal with the struggles that they have? And there were about 10 people in the room, and we were all going back and forth. And finally, she said, look, this reminds me of, a, of, of something that happened to me when I was three years old. And I was given braces for the first time in canes, and I was with my father, and he said, get up and walk. And I stood up, and I took a step, and I fell back on my rear end rather hard, and I started to cry. And my father looked at me and said, Mary Margaret, are you hurt? She said, no. And he said, then get up and walk. And I've been walking ever since. Now, that story is of somebody. I mean, when I was growing up, polio was a very common thing. So I could identify with that. I did not have it, but I had friends. And seeing how, what she did with her life, how she became one of the most respected voices in children's literature, certainly in this area, but also in the nation. But you wouldn't think about when you saw her about all the struggle that she went through. But the fact that she continued to walk, and we used to use that line all the time when something would happen. um, We would just look at each other and say, are you hurt? No, then get up and walk. And I think that's important. And the power of story. Is is important because it's those those things stay with us. Uh, again, I, I you know I I think can think of a lot of the, the times of being with Fred when people would say things about how they struggled in life, and he would always reflect have them reflect back about just think of how that's helped you become who you are today. And I think that's important to remember, that whatever the struggles we have, whatever the failures we have, they help us make us stronger. They help us become more of who we can be. And I think that's a really important concept, and one that uh,
1: I certainly learned from him. Well, uh, one thing that I learned from Ali in my childhood, uh, storytellers are always good singers. Sometimes instead of telling a story, they will sing a song. And now when I get into a lot of hardship, I have some songs to fall back to. Do you have any songs that you fall back to when things are not going the way you want them to be? Yeah, I do. I, I, um, it, it's funny.
0: Um, Fred had a song, What Do You Do With The Madness You Feel When You Feel So Mad You Can Bite. And he was literally sitting with a group of young children one day. And a little girl said to him, If you ever felt so mad you want to bite somebody. And he wrote that song. You know, when it comes out, you can pound some clay, you can pound on the piano. When we did Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, the song, the strategy song came, when you feel so mad you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. One, two, three, four. I can be a pretty aggressive driver. I use that a lot in the car. Mm -hmm. But I think that idea of taking a deep breath and counting to four, now that's recent, that's been in the last five years. But, you know, it's built on something that was written in the 70s. So, yeah, I think that, that um, it, it's interesting you bring it up because music, the, the words in song and reflecting on songs, um, I think are, are, are very important. I mean, in my you know, adolescence, college days, times they are changing, you know, that, that the Bob Dylan song meant a lot. And you still have to remind yourself of that today, that the times are going to continue to change. Uh, we may not change as fast as the times, but the times are changing. So, yes, I think that's a really interesting concept to reflect on. What music, what, what poetry, what stories, what
1: literature has, has informed you to be who you are today and continue to? Well, Bill, is real interesting talking to you, and I hope we will have another opportunity to talk more because you have a lot of interesting stories to share with people. Robert, not as interesting as you. I mean, every time I'm
0: with you, I learn something new. And I just think that the work you're doing is so important today. Those acts of kindness, those acts of recognition, those acts of reflection with people just really does set a tone that is going to help people in ways you don't even know. And I thank you for the work